When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And yes, I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it. Oh, I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give a count if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you one more time and to share some time with you to help you to do more, be more, and achieve more. And hopefully help you to grow your health, your wealth, your wisdom, and your future. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. I am excited about what we've been doing together over these last years and how people have been reaching out to me and saying, my business has grown because of this show. My life has grown because of this show. My wealth 
has grown because of this show. So I am grateful that I am blessed to be able to share it with you and to share great guests, great ideas, and great information. You know, I take a moment to start with God's minute, and then I take a moment to give God some glory. Yeah, I do. I take a moment to thank God for life and strength and health. I'm grateful for all the blessings that have come my way, the show, the speaking, the books, the radio, the television, the music. We got new music that's out, and I'm grateful grateful for all of that. But most of all, I'm grateful for life and strength. You know, someone said that you should take time every day to journal because it can have an impact on your thinking and on your future. One of the things they recommend for people who journal is that you have a moment to talk about what you're grateful for. And it can have an impact that there is a study that was done that showed that people who have an attitude of gratitude who are grateful have greater success. CEOs, business people, wealthy people, multimillionaires who are clear on gratitude tend to have greater success. That was a research study done. Well, I am grateful and I have been doing this a long time and it helps me in my health, my wealth, my mindfulness and my attitude. So I encourage you to take time every day to be grateful. So I start with being grateful to God for life and strength and health and family and friends. And then I want to thank and I'm grateful for our sponsor, Truist Financial, Truist, BB&T and SunTrust. And they decided to come together to create a new bank, one that talked about and focused on being a bank that cares. When you start with care and you build a bank from there, you end up with Truist. Truist cares about the community, cares about people, cares about legacy, and cares about your future. So go to Truist dot com t-r-u-i-s-t dot com truest financial member f-d-i-c well today's show is a very unique show recently i had dave yoho on my show and he is my mentor he is in his mid-90s and he talked about how he started with nothing dropped out of high school to go into world war ii and how he built a company after he came back from World War II, went to uh, get his GED, then went to college by uh, at night by working during the day, and then uh, grad school at night, working during the day, and started a company at 28, and he's gone on to be a multi-multi-multi-multi-multi-millionaire, and at 90-some years old, still going in the office every day, still making deals, still working, still having fun, and he talked about negotiating and how profound it can be on your financial situation if you learn the power of negotiating. It struck a chord with me and I thought about an interview I did about 10 years ago that was never put on podcast and many people had never heard it because it was on a different channel. And I said, you know what? I'm going to find that interview. It's with a gentleman who will become known to you as the king of negotiations. He is incredible. So I want to play that interview for you. I'm grateful I found it. We searched and searched and searched and we found it. And now I'm going to play that interview for you so you can have the same kind of power in negotiating that Dave Yoho has and this gentleman has. Let's go into this interview. 
He's going to help you save money. He's going to help you in these tough economic times to to have more at the end of the day. His name is Michael Soon Lee. He's the president and the director of Ethno Connect, which is a organization to help people across America to provide seminars, training, consulting, and coaching how to sell more products and services to a multicultural market, which is growing by leaps and bounds uh, the marketplace. But he also is a marketing guru. No, no, marketing genius. That's what I like to say. Leading expert in selling to people from diverse cultures. He was a marketing director for the state of California, a professor of marketing at universities, and a producer for ABC Television Network. And he has written five books on selling. He has done marketing to multicultural credit union members, selling to multicultural new home customers, opening doors, selling to multicultural real estate clients. But what I want to talk to him about today is negotiation. Black belt negotiation. That everything is a negotiation. I told my son this just yesterday. Everything's a negotiation. If you learn how to do it better, you will succeed more. Michael Lee, are you there, buddy? Willie, thank you so much. I mean, how could I possibly follow that introduction? <laughs> and I can't even live up to it, but thank you so much. Man. People are probably wondering, you know, what does multiculturalism have to do with negotiating? Yeah, buddy, but you've got to, I know you got a spin on it, and that book is fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. But, you know, the spin on this is that people in the United States, we are just not the greatest negotiators in the world. There's only two things we negotiate on regularly, and that's cars and houses, the two biggest things you can buy. And everything else, we let, you know, we just walk in there and pay full price, whereas in other parts of the world, they think that would be just crazy. Wow, you're absolutely right. As I've traveled around the world, you're absolutely right. Uh, tell us a little more. Well, I think what we've got to understand, especially in these tough economic times, Willie, is that it's a whole lot easier to save money than make money. Right. Because making money, it takes nothing wrong with that, but it takes time. You've got to place ads. You've got to gear up. You've got to make product. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. Whereas saving money, all you've got to do is take anything that you normally buy right now and try and cut the cost. Uh, you're absolutely right. So what, do you, what should we tell people to do? Well, you know, you, first of all, you, in this world, in this economy, you've got to be a black belt negotiator. So the first thing you want to understand are the rules. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, if you're a martial artist, before you ever step in the ring, you better know the rules. I love that part of your book. The beginning <laughs> of your book says uh, martial arts, there's the sensei, and there's the domo. The dojo. The, dojo. The, 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 sen, the sensei is the teacher. The dojo is where you practice. And we are students, and we're students all the time. But when you walk into the ring, you've got to recognize, you've got to know those rules, or somebody's going to clobber you just because they know the rules better than you. So let's talk about that. Uh, one more thing you said okay. in there i got to get. You said, and you walk in the ring, you walk in there to win. I love that. Yep, yep. Because, I mean, what's the point of participating if you don't want to win? Mm. So when you walk into any negotiation, you got to recognize that everything in this country is negotiable under the right circumstances. Now, you now you got to tell me that because, you know, we, we as Americans, <laughs> the, uh, you say I only believe that we can negotiate houses and cars and everything else. We just got to pay full price for it. Willie, I get discounts at Nordstrom on my clothes. Wow. I go and get discounts on medical care, and I'm talking the best medical care in the world, but I get a discount. I get discounts on gasoline for my car. There, there's almost nothing in this world that isn't negotiable if the circumstances are right, and you've got to figure out if the circumstances are right. But I think the biggest challenge we as Americans have is that we're afraid. 
to negotiate. Mm. We are afraid to be embarrassed. Mm. And, and you've got to recognize that if you're a martial artist and you walk into the ring and you're afraid, <laughs> it's over before you've even stepped into the ring, my friend. Mm. So you've got to recognize that if you walk into a store and ask for a discount, and you've never gotten a discount there before, and they say, no, absolutely, this is a popular place, there's a line out the door, we don't need a discount, and we're not giving you a discount. Well, you know, how much worse off are you when you walked out without your discount than when you walked in all the time giving them full price and not getting a discount? You are the same as when you walked in. Ain't that the truth? You have absolutely nothing to lose, and now you've got the power. Because you have a choice to continue to patronize that place and pay full price, or you can go someplace else. And I'll tell you something, Willie. I don't care how good your hair cutter is, your dry cleaner is, or whatever, your sandwich shop or whatever. There's usually another one like around the corner that you could go to that they'd be happy to have your business and reward you with a discount in exchange. Wow. But one of the challenges I think we have, Willie, is that, you know, we're always thinking about because we're not the world's greatest negotiators in the world. What's in it for me? I've got to get a discount. I need this discount. I want to get 10%, 20%, 30% off. I need this something for free or whatever. People are never going to give you anything if there isn't something in it for them. Okay, say that one more time. People will never give you anything, a discount, free uh, anything, unless there's something in it for them. So you've got to walk into any negotiation with the attitude, what's in it for the other person to give me a discount? So, for example, at my favorite restaurant, I always get a free entree with any meal that I buy, or some of the other restaurants I go to, I'll get you know a free appetizer or a free dessert. Now, why would they do that? What's in it for them to give me a break on my meal? Mm-hmm. Well, because I go to them so often, sometimes once a week I'll go to the same restaurant because I like it so much, or at least a couple times a month. Yes. So let's just say it's twice a month I go to my favorite restaurant. I'm sure you do the same. And let's say you're going to spend $100 between you and your family. Each time you go, that's $200 a month. That's, guess what, Twenty-four, almost $2,500 a year. So I go to the manager and I say, look, I bring in $2,400 of business to you a year that you don't have to place any advertising for, which you normally do and that kind of thing. But in exchange, I would like a discount. And really what you negotiate is really up to you. But again, what I'm thinking is in it for them is I'm bringing them continued business that they do not have to spend money for. But in exchange, I would like something to reward me for my loyalty as well. Mm. So I'm not just walking in there saying, I want a discount. I'm walking in there saying, look, I'm bringing you continuing business. You've got to give me something in exchange. Wow. I mean, now, now obviously it works. Oh, it works everywhere. I can't tell you where I don't go, where it doesn't work, Willie. Okay, you heard it. You heard it for yourself that the number one rule is everything is negotiable if the circumstances are right. Well, you got to hear rule number two, and you got to hear how you can get gas at a discount. Unbelievable. Look, stay tuned. We got more to come. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show, and for sure, the best is yet to come. We'll be right back. 
but since I've met you, since I all this changed in the blink of an eye. Now all my heart wants to do is fly. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I'm so excited today to share with you about our sponsor for this podcast is Truist Financial, a bank where two great banks came together to create an even greater bank. BB&T and SunTrust were great banks on their own, but they came together with a focus on caring, caring for others and caring for small businesses and caring for communities and caring that people will achieve their goals. They came with this concept of caring. And when you start a bank with care and you go from there, you will create a truest financial, a unique bank that will have great impact on our community. Go to truest.com. Check them out at truest.com. T R U I S T dot com. Truest Financial is a member of FDIC. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Make sure to tell them at Truest that I sent you. Have a great one. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it, and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast. I hope you are continuing to share this with the people in your network. We want everybody to be healthy. 
wealthy and wise and to make the most of each and every minute they have. And we want you to win. That's why we want you to go to winwithwilly.com. If you're not on my newsletter, what are you waiting for? Every week I send out an incredible newsletter with the tips that I get from these interviews. Some of these tips you might not have heard or they might have went went by you or you didn't capture them or you didn't write them down. I send some tips. I do a video about the guests and the lessons I learned and how it impacted my thinking as well as sharing tips from others who I learned from who might not be on the show but who I encounter along the way. You want to make sure you are tuned in and tied up and tied in to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways newsletter. Every week, we send out a free newsletter. And then Monday through Friday, every week, I send out a one-minute motivational, healthy, wealthy, wise minute of motivation and inspiration to help you grow. And so many people around the world are saying it's changing their lives. As you know, I am on the Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell radio show. Monday through Friday is at 8.20 Eastern Time, 7.20 Central Time on the Praise Network. And then Monday nights at 9 o'clock, you can catch me and my beautiful bride, D. Taylor Jolly. You know, we're newlyweds. We'll soon be celebrating 37 years of marriage. Yeah, we're newlyweds because I still got to fire for it. That's why. Well, you can join us every Monday night at 9 o'clock Eastern Time on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and LinkedIn Live. So just go to A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram and Willie Jolly on LinkedIn and you can subscribe and connect with us so you'll get notices when we're going to have a new broadcast. People are joining us because we talk about sex, money, and how to win in marriage. Okay, look, we're going to get back into this interview with my friend, Michael Soon Lee, the king of black belt negotiating. He's got tips to help you win more. Let's get it on. Here we go. All right. Got my friend, Michael Soon Lee, who was named one of the 25 hot speakers in America. And Michael Lee, what's your website, just so people know, please? Well, really, it is www.ethnoconnect.com, E-T-H-N-O-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. And we got everything on there, including all the information about my book, Black Belt Negotiating. All right. Well, you know, we want to talk about this negotiation thing because this is <laughs> powerful. I think you were right on. You said in tough times like this, it is tough, tough to, to make money because people are tight and things are tight and money is tight. But if you can learn how to save more money at the end of the day, the bottom line, you'll have more money at your uh, in your bank account and you'll be able to have more resources from which to work with. And yep. so uh, I think this is a good program and a good lesson and a good message for all my listeners to hear how to save more money. And, and Michael says step number one or lesson number one or tip number one is negotiate everything. Everything is negotiable. Everything. Now, that that boggles my mind because <laughs> how do you negotiate gas? Okay, let's say a gasoline <laughs> or, or, or or the grocery store. How do you negotiate that? Well, really, those would be two of the toughest because, right. obviously, when I say everything's negotiable under the right circumstances. Okay, under the right circumstances. The yeah. circumstances for gasoline isn't too good for the consumer right now. There's, it's in short supply, and, you know, we all want it. So it's very difficult. But, again, you follow the principles of negotiating. Number one, what's in it for the other person? Okay. 
Well, I went to my gas station owner, and I said, are there times when it's a little slower around here than others? And he's thinking, well, let's see, Monday and Tuesday, pretty busy after the weekend. Wednesday's kind of quiet. Thursday and Friday picks up for the weekend. And he says, you know, Saturday, Sunday, you can't get in here. So I guess Wednesday would be my slowest day. I said, okay. So I said, would it help you? Again, always think about what's in it for the other person. I said, would it help you if you sold more gas on Wednesdays? He said, oh, yes. Uh, My allotment would go up. My cost would go down. But then he took a double take. He says, well, it would take a lot more gas than just you. I said, well, okay, so how much more gas would you have to sell on Wednesdays to make a difference? And he said, oh, about 500 gallons. Well, I'm thinking 500 gallons, 20-gallon tank, that's about 25 people. So I let everybody, I said, well, first of all, I said, if I could bring you 500 gallons or about 2,000 gallons a month extra, just on Wednesdays, would you give me a discount? And anybody else I could bring in? He said, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, how much? And he said, oh, you know, we agreed on around 10 cents a gallon. Right. I, so I, I emailed all of my friends, I Twittered, I Facebooked, all of the people I knew, every realtor in the area I knew. I said, if you want a discount of $0.10 cents a gallon on gasoline, you go to this gas station on Wednesdays only and fill up and just let them know you want the Michael Lee discount. Mm. And for years we have done that with our gas station. And everybody I know, Willie, in your audience is listening going, well, what's the name of your gas station? <laughs> They're not coming to California, to get, but you can do this anywhere if you can show them a benefit. I do get discount discounts on groceries, but only for the, the school where my son goes mm. because they really need it. We, we buy in huge bulk. And so if that's what you want to do, if you want to get a discount, I mean, you'd have to buy in huge amounts. And we obviously buy thousands of dollars worth of groceries every month for the school cafeteria and things of that nature. But they give us a pretty good discount. Got it. But even if you just want to save, let's say, on pet food, go in with some friends and buy the larger bags and negotiate a discount there. If you buy a couple of large bags, you can't use it all, but by grouping together with a bunch of friends or relatives, you increase your power and what we call in martial arts, your leverage. Outstanding. Okay. So tip number one, everything is negotiated, negotiable. And, and part of that number one thing that we should think about is that what's in it for them. They always focus on what's in it for them and then it can impact us. What else do we want to learn? Well, again, remember what we talked about earlier. You gotta ask. Don't gotta be ask. afraid to ask. Mm-hmm. And remember that if you don't ask for a discount, the answer is already no. Mm. Right? Because if you're not going to ask, you're not getting a discount. You might as well ask. What's the absolute worst they're going to say? I'm sorry, I can't give you a discount. And again, now it's your choice. Do you want to continue to patronize this establishment and pay full price? Or do you want to go and shop someplace else? Which brings up another rule about negotiating. You always want to do your homework. In martial arts, we call this, as you know from the book, Willie, spy on your opponent. Mm. You never go into a martial arts contest without having done a little research on your opponent. Are they right or left-handed? Do they like kicking or punching better? Do they have any weaknesses? And in the same way, when you're going in for any negotiation, especially on some major item like, a, oh, I don't know, some washer, dryer, refrigerator, some major purchase, I mean, do your homework. 
Look at the ads. Go on the Internet. What's the best deal you can get? Walk in knowing that. Mm. And you... And to do remember that money isn't always, now this is going to get you, Willie, money isn't always the most important factor in a negotiation. Hmm. There can be things that are much important, more important than money that can make a good deal even better. Let me give you an example. When I um, leased my car recently, I knew what, you know, you've got to set a price on the vehicle. So I knew what the best price on the vehicle would be having gone to the Internet. And so the dealer was willing to match that. But I said, well, so then what's, what's the benefit of me coming here if I can get it on the Internet for the same price? And I said, well, we guess there isn't any. I said, well, what about service? What could you do for me on service? So they threw in three years' worth of service for free. Wow. Now think about it, Willie. What does service cost them? They've got the bays sitting there empty. They've got mechanics sitting around taking a cigarette break. You know, it costs them almost nothing. And I said, I'll come in when it's slow. I won't back you up. No problem. But that saved me, I don't know, about twelve, fifteen hundred dollars right there. But by not thinking necessarily, I got to get a better price, I got to get a better price. No, what else can you get? Can you get a guarantee? Can you get a free case with it? Can you get accessories? And please remember, folks, accessories are the highest price item around, highest profit, and the highest, you know, the lowest cost to them. So they can give you accessories all day long, and it doesn't hurt them very much. So when you go on the Internet, look, what else comes with a guitar, for example? Well, you've got to have a case for 70 80 bucks. You've got to have an amplifier. You've got to have cables. You've got to have, you know, all kinds of other electronics. You know, those things they can give you a better deal on than just, let's say, the guitar itself. Hmm. So be open to other aspects of the negotiation besides just the price. I, I love this, folks. <laughs> this is good stuff. Uh, and you know what I want to say is that uh, I got so many questions to ask, and I don't want to get into them before we got to go into the next break. But I want to make sure we everybody got these first two. First, everything's negotiable under the right circumstances. What's in it for the other person? Always do your homework. Money isn't always the most important factor, but maybe you can get something else, a, a lower price. Maybe you can get, I mean, a, a, a accessory, a cover, some other thing that's involved. Well, we got lots more to come. I mean, a lot more to come. Folks, I'm telling you, this will save you money as well as headache and, in, and impact your bottom line. So stay tuned. And take out the pencil and paper and remember to get as much of this as you can. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is my kind of stuff. We're trying to help you keep more of your hard-earned money and make it go further. If you do, then you can take that savings and invest it. You can take that savings and use it for educating your children or having a vacation. Whatever it is that your lifestyle can improve because your money is being used wisely. You can stretch that dollar and you can make it holler by negotiating oh this is great look we're going to come back with more tips he's got so much more to help you to grow this is dr willie jolly we'll be right back after station identification stay tuned 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and thought it to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life or a setback is a setup for a comeback or turn setbacks into greenbacks or chicken soup for the soul or an attitude of excellence or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last and now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the art the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. Washington. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. And I want to thank you again for being part of this show, whether you're listening on the radio or whether you're listening on podcast. I am so grateful for you. Do me the favor I ask every week. Share this. Tell Lottie, Dottie, and everybody. Tell your network. Send out a tweet. Send out a post. Put a text out into the world. Send a pigeon out to the world with something attached to the leg saying, you got to turn on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. Call somebody. Whatever you do, let more people know that we're bringing them the best and the brightest in the world to help them to grow their wealth, their health, their families, their finances, and their future. Do it now. Tell somebody right now. Tune in right now. Tell them tune in right now or send them to the link where they can get it if it's a podcast. Now, I want to take a moment again to thank our friends at Truist who are sponsoring us. They're a bank that's here because they care. BB&T and SunTrust merged to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities and to show that they care by their activities. Let me give you an example of what that means about caring and about making a difference. Truist has set up something called the Truist Community Benefits Plan. They've earmarked $60 billion, that's billion with a B, to invest in affordable housing, nonprofit support, and small business growth over the next three years. So you can see that while Truist is committed to caring and a better banking experience for you, they're just as committed to caring and giving back to the community and creating meaningful change for all folks across this country who are striving to do more, be more, and achieve more. I hope you will check them out at truest.com. Let me spell it for you. It's T R U 
F-D-I-C-I-S-T dot com. Truest Financial, member F-D-I-C. For those who are just joining me, we're on a path to help you make your money work longer by helping you learn how to negotiate, black belt negotiating. And my guest is a guest who I had on about 10 years ago. It was so profound when I thought about negotiating from a recent show that I said, I gotta make sure I find that interview. I found it and it is profound. So again, we're going to jump into this interview with my friend, Michael Soon Lee. Enjoy. And what a powerful program. I knew this was going to be good, folks. His book is called Black Belt Negotiations. Or back, isn't that correct, Michael? Negotiating, Willie. No, negotiating. And let me tell you, folks, this is a dynamite book the dynamite book giving you tips so we've already talked about how you can negotiate everything's negotiable just getting out of your mind let me tell you what, what what's proud i believe most people have a problem with and and, I, and my son was a great example yesterday he had a little situation where he had to do a negotiation and i said he the people had said here's what it costs and i said man you should just negotiate it he said dad you know, I, I'm a, I'm kind of embarrassed to negotiate. I say, look, this is negotiable. This is a, and you got to practice it. You know, you got to practice it so you don't feel so uh, uncomfortable. But many people feel uncomfortable. They feel embarrassed because they ask for a discount. Isn't that right, Michael? Yeah, Willie. I mean, people tend to feel like if they negotiate, it's they sort of look poor. And yet, if you've ever been in food service, if you've ever been a waiter or a waitress. Who are the absolute worst tippers in the world? It's not poor people. <laughs> it's rich people. You know why, Willie? They want to save their money. They know the value of their money, so they're really tight with it. Mm. And, you know, if you're going to get a tip from a rich person, you have to do an exceptional job. Yes. You've got to earn it. I got a friend who who is one of my good buddies and a very wealthy man, and he <laughs> talks about dollars in every conversation <laughs> and how to save money. He asked me one time, I, I was out at his house on the West Coast, beautiful big house. He said, how much you pay for your shirts? <laughs> I said, I pay uh, 89 cents uh, uh, for my shirt. He said, doggone it, you beat me. I'm 99 cents. Huh? He, he said, you know, you. Uh, we looked at his fleet of cars in, 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 his, in his garage. He said, you know, I, I don't buy any new cars. I said, what? He said, I don't buy any new car. I, I let somebody else drive them off the lot, and they come back, and, they, and I take the appreciated value down. That's and I, right. He said, he said, never buy a brand new car if you can help it. He said, if you can't, you can't, you know, unless you got a tax problem or something. He said, but try. And, and I learned all these things. I said, isn't that interesting how he would say these things? And he's wealthy. Well, the, so the point is, if you want to look wealthy, negotiate. Mm. It's just the opposite of what most people think, and there's just all of these myths about negotiating. And so, you know, we just have to be able to get past some of these and think about the opportunities there are to negotiate. And the way I always remind myself that I should be negotiating as often as possible, because remember, Willie, the reason we're not the best negotiators in the world as Americans is because we only tend to negotiate the biggest things, the cars and the houses. But people elsewhere around the world negotiate everything all day long. Mm. And so what I do is I take a little yellow sticky, uh -huh. and I put the word negotiate with a question mark on it, and I stick it in the middle of my wallet. So anytime I open it up, I look at that word negotiate, 
Mm. Is this an opportunity for me to practice my negotiating skills? And it doesn't have to be the biggest thing. I get discounts at my Chinese takeout. Mm. You know, we made up a deal. Every time I come in, because I come in so often, and again, remember what's in it for them is I bring them continuing business, and I bring my friends and my family. And this is business they don't have to pay for in terms of marketing. And so, but every time I come in, I get a little coupon. Mm. And whenever I spend 20 bucks, I get a credit. Mm. And when I've spent $100 total over whatever length of time, I get $10 off my next order. So I'm saving 10% every time I go there. And hey, to tell you, Willie, they're already pretty inexpensive. But it gives me a chance to practice with people who are already pretty good negotiators. Right, right. Because they just got here from China. And in China, they negotiate everything. Wow. Okay. So tip number one is everything negotiated. What's mm-hmm. in it for them? Always do your homework and know what uh, your opponent is, is got in their mind. If they're thinking about them, what their, the interest rates are or their interest areas. What's their slow day? How can you be a help? You help them build their business without them having to do any action, uh, uh, any more marketing. What else should they know? Well, I think it's important just to re- wrap up on that last thought, Willie. Yes. You know, savings add up. Hmm. Because if you keep thinking, well, it's only, you know, for example, I get a discount on sandwiches. Mm. These are like seven, eight dollar sandwiches, and you're thinking, what's the point? But it does indeed add up because I get a ten, fifteen percent discount every time I go there, and it adds up year after year after year. You think about it again, as our example was, if you can just save a hundred dollars uh, at a restaurant twice a month, that's twenty four hundred dollars a year. And don't forget, folks, that's after-tax money. And what that means is you probably had to earn, I don't know, $3,500 to have $2,400 after-tax to spend at that restaurant, just as an example. Wow. So it's a bigger savings than it seems. So it's really worth looking at at least your major expenses. Didn't somebody say a penny saved is a penny, penny earned? earned? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, uh, 10 bucks saved is a lot of money. And, and you know, know, many people say, well, you know, I don't want to feel good. I don't want to go through the hassle of doing this. Yet, and it's only $10 or only $5 or only a, a dollar. But if you look at it in the cumulative, think yeah. about it like I said to my son the other day. If you look at it in the cumulative, how much money you save over time in a year, you saved maybe $5,000. That could buy you a trip somewhere you've been wanting to go. That could buy you a down payment on, on a new car or whatever you want to buy. That could buy you something that you've been waiting for just by the little bits over time. And I probably save, I don't know, about $10,000 a year just on the average things that I buy. Wow. And now, if you think about it, after ta- you know, if, if we're looking at the before-tax impact of that, you know, $10,000, you know, it probably took me at least, I had to earn fifteen dollars to $17,000 to save that $10,000. And so what I, what I do is I give myself about a $15,000 raise every single year because I'm willing to the, go to the hassle 
of negotiating. And guess what, Willie? It's actually fun to do. I, I mean, I, I, my wife sometimes says, uh-oh, he's getting ready to negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> so she got walking the other way. I said, don't worry about it. I, I got to have a conversation with them. But you're right. If I can think about what's in it for them, how can yep. I help them, yep. and what's and what's going to help their their situation, their side of the table, then it helps my side. So the, always do that in every negotiation. Try and think what's on the person on the other side of the table's mind. Isn't that correct? Exactly. And the other thing you want to think about, Willie, is, you know, don't just take no for an answer. Mm. Because, I mean, that's the most automatic answer any salesperson is taught. But I have a rule, as you know from my book, Mm -hmm. never take no from someone who can't say yes. Right. And generally, salespersons on the floor at Nordstrom don't have the ability to give you a discount. Right. And they're going to just say no automatically, and most people give up there. Right. But I say, well, I understand that. Uh, If I wanted a discount, who could give me that discount? And usually the answer is, well, the manager, you you probably want to talk to the manager. And the managers, they don't want to see you walk out of a retail store having bought nothing, Willie, because they know the chances of you ever coming back are very small. Right. So they want you to buy something. Right. So I've gotten free shipping. I've gotten discounts on clothing. You name it at retail stores. Hmm. So that's don't take no from somebody who cannot say yes. Exactly. Keep going up the chain. You'd be surprised. Wow. Find a way that it's in their interest and somebody who wants your business and is willing to give you something for, for your time. Something. If you, you know, even if it's a, a little bit more coffee in the morning. <laughs> hey, what the heck? That's right. You go into, you go into the coffee place. They give you a little extra. The, the, the lanyap, as they say. Supersize the, me. That's right. <laughs> okay. So those are the, those are a couple of things. What, what are some other tips? Well, you know, you, you try not to make the first offer, though. Okay. And I know this is difficult for people, and this is more of a, a black belt technique than a white belt technique. But when you're looking at something, let's say you're looking at a watch you really, really like, but it's a lot of money. It's five, $600, but it's a great watch. But don't say, you know, would you take, uh, let's say it's a $500 watch. Would you, mm. would you say, uh, don't say, could, would you take 450 for it? They might have been willing to give you 400 for it. Mm. They might have been sitting around gathering dust. Last one, they want to get rid of it. They're about to throw it out anyways. Don't tell them anything. Simply say, you know, that's a great-looking watch, but it's just out of my budget for this quarter. But if you were to sell it, what could you do for me? Mm. Get them to make the first offer. You know, in martial arts, you always want the other person to make the first move because once they do, you know how fast they are. Do they prefer the right hand or left? Do they prefer kicking or punching? Get them to make the first move. So say something noncommittal like, uh, well, what could you do for me on this? Wow. Hold one second, Mike. We got, I got, I mean, this is going so quick. I got more stuff to get from you. Folks, stay tuned. We got one more segment. I got to get as much as I can from Mike Lee. I want you to go to his website, ethnoconnect.com, but we'll be right back. Wow. 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 Michael Soon Lee is the real deal. Look, we'll be right back. We've got more for you. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best and the best is still yet to come. Stay tuned. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me when you need me. Call me. You can call me. You can call me. 
Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you. Grow your mindset. Grow your future. Grow your finances. Go to WJSpeaks.com. Dot com slash billionaire. WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. Hey, we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast. This is a master class in negotiations. And as he said, a penny saved is a penny earned. $10 saved is a lot of pennies earned. <laughs> so look, folks, what we're going to do, we're going to jump back into this interview with my friend, Michael Soon Lee, the author of the book, Black Belt Negotiations, and he's going to teach you more about how to make your money go longer, further, and to get stronger results in the marketplace. My friend Michael Soon Lee is on the 
line. Wow, what a great program. I'm getting so much information. Hope you folks are taking the notes as I am. He just said, let them make the first statement. Let them speak money first. So Reverend saying, would you take X for it? Why don't you say that price is not going to work for me? So what can you do for it? What can you do for me on this price? What can you do? Let them make a statement and then you go from there. I think that's brilliant. Thank you, Willie. I think, you know, it's important to do that because, again, you never know that they might be willing to give you more than you had expected. Mm. So, as you know, in my book, Black Belt Negotiating, we always talk about ask for more than if you have to make an offer. They force you to make an offer. They say, well, Mm -hmm. make me an offer. Make your offer, you know, way lower than you had expected them to accept. Mm. Ask for more than you expect to get. Mm. Ask them to throw in a case or you know, accessories or other things, or ask them for the upgraded model, even though you don't need as much as it might provide at the moment, you never know. Mm. But it leaves room for negotiating. Let me ask you this, Willie. Is there anything you've had in your mind that you would love to buy if the price were only a bit lower? And oh. we, can take, we can take the audience kind of through the process. Yeah, there's a lot of things I'd like yeah, to well, buy. Just give me one. Okay, uh, I'd like to buy, if the price were right, a, a, a wonderful new car. A new car? Now, well, a brand new car, a new car to me, but it wouldn't be <laughs> brand new to the marketplace because it's going to have had somebody else drive it off that lot first. Uh, but I want to get another car. Okay. Now, so one of the things you want to do, number one, is to figure out which car do you want. You've got a model in mind. You've got a make in mind. You might even have a color in mind. i got a model, make, and a color. Okay. So Great. keep that in mind. Then what you want to do is look and see. Go to Edmunds.com or some mm-hmm. of the other websites that shows you what is a two-year-old car with that make, model, and color and the accessories that you want on it. What is that going for right now? Mm-hmm. And then walk into a dealer with that figure in mind, and if you could get the vehicle for the same price as a used vehicle but have it new, would you buy it? Because really, you'd never know. You'd never know. If you're buying a two-year-old vehicle, somebody may have taken it off-road and you never okay. you got to ask your reason. Why is somebody selling a two-year-old vehicle mm-hmm. or even a one-year-old vehicle? I mean, that would be a place to start. Okay. Again, spy on your opponent. Find out what could I get it for used a year or so out. And if I could get it for the same price with a brand-new warranty, maybe with some uh, maintenance thrown in, see what you might be able to get. Okay. Don't necessarily throw out the idea that you could get a brand new vehicle if you could get it at the cost that you could get one that's a year or two old that you're looking at right now. Okay. So once you've done your homework, then what you want to do is, if let's say you want to buy from several private parties, you want to line them up, line up appointments with those private parties, one right after the other. Because then what you can say to one private party is, look, in about an hour, I'm going to go look at another vehicle that's you know, about the same price, maybe less, has more options on it. What it does is it forces them to give you your best deal. Mm. And the thing we all have to learn to do better when it comes to negotiating, Willie, is we got to stop being so nice. Mm. Now, what do I mean? By, I don't mean you got to be mean. Right. What I mean is when somebody says to us, they, they offer us a ridiculous offer for a used car. You've got a beautiful Toyota Camry. And you want $20,000 for it. It's only a year old. It's got every option in the world. And it's worth $20,000. And somebody offers you 15000 What we tend to do as Americans, for some reason, we go, hmm. Now, what are they thinking when you go, hmm? 
to their $15,000 offer. You're thinking, they're thinking, they're thinking it over. Uh-huh. We might have a chance. Instead of doing that, because in the back of your mind, they're offering you only 15000 for a car that's worth twenty. You're thinking, they got to be crazy. I would never have the guts to make a ridiculous offer like that. Well, anytime somebody makes you a ridiculous offer or a counteroffer, stop being so poker-faced. Instead, show on your face what you're thinking in your mind. So if, uh, if they say 15000 to you on your car that's worth twenty, you simply say to them, 15000 Are you out of your mind? <laughs> and then you shut up. Mm. And if you do it believably, what they're going to do is they're going to say, well, would you take seventeen fifty? You just got a $2,500 increase for what, Willie? Just just by by not saying anything. By not saying anything. It's It's what we call flinching and then shutting up. And you put the pressure back on them. When they said 15000 they put the pressure on you to say something, and all you do is give them a flinch. You don't say, well, w- w- would you take, uh, would you give me 16000 when they were going to give you seventeen five anyways? So flinch, and then just shut up. Wow. Because the first person that speaks after the flinch is going to lose. Outstanding. Folks, make sure you go to Michael's website. I got more stuff, but I want to get this in. Ethno Connect. E-T-H-N-O-C-O-N-N-E-C-T. EthnoConnect.com. You can get or the they book. can just get the book on Amazon. Or Amazon. Okay, great. Amazon.com is absolutely fine, Willie. Great, great. Amazon.com as well. Now, tell us some more things. We got about we got about three, four minutes in, in, in the interview, and I got to get as much as I can out of you, Michael. So give me more. Well, At the end of the negotiation, it's very, very important. Okay, so now you've agreed, you've shaken hands, you're about to write up the deal. Congratulate the other person on having gotten a great deal. Mm. Now, we're always thinking, oh, I got this, I got this, I got that. But if you want the deal to hold together, and if you ever want to do business with these people in the future, congratulate them. Oh, let's say the used car. Congratulations, you've got yourself a great car, and now you can stop looking around and driving old crummy cars, clunkers. You can be driving this beautiful car with the top down, enjoying your life. Because what it does is cements in their mind how great a deal they got, and it helps to reduce buyer's or seller's remorse. Mm. And then later on, when you want to come back for something else, you know they're not going to be feeling bad about you. They're going to be looking forward to doing business with you. So always congratulate the other person on how great a deal they got. Don't be thinking about yourself. Think about them. And the final thing is, Willie, look for opportunities to practice your negotiating skills every single day. Mm. What I like to do is I like to, on weekends, <laughs> I go to flea markets. Mm-hmm. For 20 bucks, I can negotiate all day long. And it's fun. Take all of the things from my book and practice your techniques. And at the end of each chapter, there's a test to see how well you're doing. So, you know, black belt negotiating, become a black belt negotiator. So I go to garage sales. And when you become good enough and you feel comfortable about the process, then you move up to flea markets Mm. because it's the same process. Only the sellers are much more sophisticated about negotiating than owners who are only holding a, you know, a garage sale once in a while. Once you're good at flea markets, then you move up to stores that the prices aren't set, like antique shops or collectible stores. The prices aren't set there. 
And then when you become comfortable there, then you move up and you start negotiating at any retail store you walk into, and then you move up to the big leagues, the cars and the houses. But by then, you'll be a really experienced and comfortable negotiator. A black belt negotiator. A black belt. And that's what it takes to really survive in this economy. You can't just be average because everybody's asking for discounts, but you got to be really good. Wow. Yep. You got to be really good to get the really good results that Michael Soon Lee gets every day. How do you get it? You learn from the great ones. And that is why I bring the great ones for you to hear and learn from every week. You got to tell everybody. You got to tell everybody to tune in to this show because it will help you really become wealthy. And look, wealth comes from a number of different ways. It can be about the money you make. It could be about the things you invest in. And then it can be about the money you save so you can have more money at the end of the day. That is a way to get to wealth. And he, wow, he did a master class. Well, look, I am grateful for each one of you for coming and listening and sharing this and telling your friends about it. Continue to do that. I am also grateful for our friends at Truist Financial because they have made a commitment to this show, to me, and I am grateful, you know, when uh, great, 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 great banks come together, BB&T and SunTrust, they were a merger of equals, came together because they wanted to create a bank that started with caring. They want to start with caring. Once you start with the care, you build a bank from there, and that's how you come to a bank called Truist Financial. Look, go to Truist, T-R-U-I-S-T dot com, Truist Financial, member FDIC. And I want to thank them. I want to thank you. And I want to thank again my friend Michael Soon Lee for letting me share this interview. Look, go and get that book, Black Belt Negotiating. And then follow me at winwithwilly.com on all my social media at uh, A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram, and Willie Jolly on LinkedIn and Twitter, Willie Jolly. And then make sure you follow me on everything that I've got so we can send you resources to help you win more. And make sure to go to winwithwilly.com and check out my new power music. It is something that is therapeutic and regenerative in its impact. One lady says she had been suffering from depression, but she listened and lifted her spirit. Try it. Winwithwilly.com and get the goal-setting class and the power music. Hey, have a great week on purpose. And remember, for sure, for sure, for sure, your best is yet.
hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, and I hope you got something of great value. And I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered, and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more, and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program, and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire willyjolly.com slash billionaire or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.